Ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you very much for your attention, and now we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the takeoff. Welcome aboard. beautiful people. You're listening to the Homesick Podcast, and I'm your host, Max Turner. So for this episode, I wanted to read some of my journal entries from my deployment to Iraq in 2009 and 10. Um, Figured it'd be entertaining. Um, I haven't reflected on a lot of this stuff in a while, so... It's entertaining for me. I hope it's entertaining for you. And I thought it would just be good to offer uh, an honest perspective of what that experience was like for a 20-year-old soldier in the Army in 2009. You know, without uh, Hollywood actors or CNN, no bullshit. Just me and a computer on the other side of the world. Anyway. Friday, August 7th, 2009, 10 a.m. First morning in Iraq. Just moved tents from one with a few people and air conditioning to a huge tent with the rest of the platoon. Haven't had a meal or a shower since we left Kuwait City. Really need to brush my teeth, too. Instead, I just put in a few fingers full of beech nut. Goes great with some Skinnard. Guess I neglected this whole journal thing the past two weeks we were in Kuwait. I'll try to keep it going. The cob here got mortared twice last night before we got in around one in the morning. So far, I haven't seen anything that interesting. So, yeah, um... They fly you to Kuwait first uh, to climatize, which is where I had my first experience uh, with heat stroke or heat exhaustion. It's kind of fuzzy on what determines what level you get to, but um, I got to the passing out level, sick to my stomach, got weak in the legs and fell out. Didn't take too long to recover with some crackers and some water and Gatorade and whatnot. But, um, yeah, man, it's hot out there. 110, 120 degrees. Boots, long pants, T-shirt underneath your combat uniform top, which is like a heavier long sleeve. And you got helmet, vest, rifle, backpack sometimes. Or rucksack. Yeah, can be a lot of shit. Moving on. August 8th. Nighttime. Another day in the 20s. Still no mortars or anything of that sort. Bib lost a mag. Chief flipped his shit. Prime rib for dinner. 
potatoes and peas. Not bad, but not the best either. Yesterday was T-bone steak and lobster slash crab. Fucking delicious. I guess it still hasn't hit me how long we're going to be here. I'm just trying to look at it as a series of months instead of a year. Still looking at the Harley website every time I get on the internet. 2010 Nightster 1200. Can't wait. Hopefully I can get in touch with Steve soon. Get him working on that project for the paint. That would really be something. A brand new tattooed Harley Davidson. Gotta get something nice out of this deployment, right? According to Lieutenant Spence, we're gonna be doing a lot of boring shit when we get to Wassum. A lot of fob security and other bullshit. He said something about taking volunteers for a class to learn how to operate a blimp that uses cameras to look out over the fob. Thinking about volunteering for it. Maybe it would be something interesting. I can remember this day. Uh, it was one of our first days exploring around um, the base, checking out all the little shops run by the Iraqis. And uh, yeah, one of my best friends from my military years, Bib, uh, happened to lose a magazine full of ammunition. So 30 rounds of 223. It's not a good thing, uh, losing stuff in the military, especially uh, something as accountable as ammunition. So, yeah, I don't even remember how that turned out. I don't know if I got swept under the rug by Chief or... Uh, I just remember Bib taking um, <clears throat> quite an ass-chewing that day. <clears throat> Talking about the uh, T-bone steak, lobster, crab, and prime rib. Uh, we did have some good meals over there. You know, a lot of people think it's all MREs or nasty food, but they actually uh, they actually did a pretty good job. And later, when we were on the the big base again, uh, you could get like omelets made to order. Uh, they had a buffet with you know a couple different entrees and whatnot. And yeah, it's not the worst food ever. Steve was my tattoo artist in Washington. Did my sleeve on my right arm. The majority of it anyway. And uh, a lot of good times hanging out at the tattoo shop with the guys. Steve would also come dirt biking with us sometimes. So. Miss you, buddy. I'm trying to get in touch with him at some point. Next entry. August 12th, afternoon. Got to Camp Wessum last night. The ride over took a little over an hour. Nothing but dark desert and fires from the oil lines burning. Talked with Sergeant Cruz on the way over. Diaz drove. Doodle was up in the gunner hatch and me and Bib in the back seat. Got to Wessum before nine. Fueled the trucks up. Got assigned to tent eight in the last row before the Hesco barrier wall 
with the razor wire rolled on top. Argued with Watson about who would get the last bed. Parentheses, a hard mattress sitting on cinder blocks. He gave it to me and took the cot. Turns out that cot was more comfortable than these beds are. Figures. So this was our first night in Camp Wessum, which was a uh, small base inside an Iraqi army base that uh, we shared with some Marines and um, spent the majority of my deployment in this smaller camp, probably six or seven, no, be more like eight or nine months, maybe. And then uh, a few at the big base before we left. HESCO barriers are kind of like fabric bags that they fill with sand that are maybe three or four feet uh, in depth. I mean, width, not depth. Uh, they come up to about chin height and, yeah, about three or four feet wide. Um, the idea being if a mortar round comes in, it kind of isolates the damage that it can do as long as it goes falls on the inside of the hesco barrier <clears throat> yeah i remember that car ride <laughs> humvee ride um i remember it being all dark just like the plane ride into kuwait dark with the fires burning eerie for sure and uh, before we had even seen too much of the, the country. So, yeah, definitely sticks in my mind. <clears throat> Next entry, August 13th, 6 p.m. Changed the time on my computer finally. Now I don't have to look at my watch when I'm doing shit on here. Burgers for lunch, steak for dinner. A nice change from cereal, donuts, and stale bread to make bologna sandwiches out of. Some more guys from the battery came in today. Not helping with guard, though. I was in the tower from 9 to 12 this morning, and I have to go back at 2 a.m. Still not that bad, considering that's all we've done out here so far. Gotta get back in the gym. Haven't gone in a few days now took Harper's flash drive to the MWR building earlier and got some pics of the Harley off the internet. Got the one with the drag bars on it as my desktop now. Can't wait to get back to the States and get on that fucker. Running out of movies. It's going to get real boring around here if we don't find something to keep occupied with. Burgers for lunch and steak for dinner. That was a pretty good day. I definitely remember the stale bread, bologna sandwiches. We did end up getting one of those little grill press deals eventually, though. So making sandwiches with that is pretty good. Some chips. Super healthy. We did have a gym. That was nice. And the internet access, I've heard a lot of guys didn't have that when they were over there, so 
definitely. That was nice. Next entry. August 15th, 11 a.m. Had guard from 5.30 to 9 this morning. <clears throat> Not bad since the wind here doesn't pick up until right around 8.30ish. M-R-E-T's for breakfast. Looks like piss turned into jello with chicken inside. Guard shifts aren't that bad though. Been bringing either beech nut or red man chew, smokes, beef jerky, and a Tampa cigarello. It's enough to keep me occupied for most of the shift. Also been dry firing my M4 at rocks in that one tree that's about 100 meters out from Tower 1. Downloaded some marksmanship documents from the MWR computers and put them on my laptop to read. Can't wait to get back to the States and buy a real rifle, though. Thinking of 308, something along those lines. Probably another pawn shop gun, but something I can really reach out and touch some targets with. Going to need a pistol, too. Had an idea on guard. Either a hiking or probably canoeing trip with just me or maybe one other. Packing list. Small hiking pack. Food. Noodles. Cheese. Beef jerky. Seeds. Bacon bits. Pepperoni sticks. Etc. Rifle. Whiskey. Fire starter. Camera. Hand sanitizer. Knife. Just a few ideas that come to mind. Watching Army of Darkness right now. Gotta have a meeting at 3. Going back on guard at 6. So I'm gonna try and get a nap in here soon. Talked to mom last night. She said she's getting a tobacco package sent out here soon. <clears throat> MRETs. So much for the good food I was just bragging about. <laughs> yeah, looks like we got MREs that day. <clears throat> Talking about buying guns. I wasn't old enough to own a pistol before Iraq. I'm going to be 21. So all I had was a little 22 that I bought um, from a pawn shop. A Savage 22 rifle bolt action. Something to go camping with. And I most definitely did start a, a pretty nice firearms collection once I got back to the States. That uh, packing list for my canoe trip was cracking me up. <clears throat> Just the stuff you think about. When you don't have, um, you know, all the things you're used to having, uh, whiskey, bacon bits, cheese, pepperoni, I don't know. We did a lot of that in Iraq, just talking about food, talking about what we missed. Moving on. August 16th. Just got off guard. Started at 6. Still trying to find ways to stay busy. 
I was shooting at Hodge this evening. I think I got three of them. Lost my watch, though. Had it since air assault school. Maybe it'll turn up. There's a dog here that stays outside the gate most of the time. I also found a cat by the Porter Shitters today next to Tower 2. Going to have to give it a name at some point. Hot dogs for lunch, chicken alfredo for dinner. I would really like to cut my hair, but my clippers aren't the right electrical type. <clears throat> Next shift tomorrow at 9 a.m. Gonna finish Natural Born Killers and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, pretty standard day. Talking about air assault school, that was um, three weeks in Kentucky, Fort Campbell, that my unit sent ten guys to. And I can't remember if all ten or if it was just nine of us made it through. But air assault school is pretty hard, so I was proud of that from our unit. Me and a couple of my best friends got to go, so it was a good time. Talking about the cats and dogs over there. That was interesting. August 18th. Last night was a little more exciting than usual. Basra got a rocket attack that we could hear off in the distance. Then there were some exploding transformers. It took a while before we knew what it was. Tried making a steak sandwich today and accidentally got cinnamon raisin bread. Didn't taste that great. I can remember this. Uh, yeah, just the soft booms off in the distance that we later found out was Basra getting a rocket attack, <clears throat> which uh, I'd become much more familiar with later in the deployment. And then the exploding transformers. I don't really remember that. Kind of weird. Don't make steak sandwiches with raisin bread. August 20th, 3 p.m. Higher-ups came in this morning for a change of command ceremony. They got hit by an IED somewhere along the way. No damage to the vehicles. Saw the second camel spider since I've been here. Saw a mouse in Tower 2 last night also. On guard right now. Got this pen from Sergeant Goble so I could write some things down while they're still in my head instead of when I get off. I just want to watch a movie or go to sleep. The hires are leaving now. I hate when they come around. Everybody gets a stick in their ass trying to impress them. We don't even do shit out here, though. Got a quote for the Harley yesterday. $11,200 with the extended service plan that I'm not sure if I want to get or not. Emailed the quote to Amy so she could take mine and Chief's to a local dealer see if she can get a better deal. Chief still wants the Crossbones Custom. A nice bike, but over 17000 It's a little out of my price range. Shift is almost over now. Newsom just showed up for a minute before Sergeant Avalos opened the door of the talk and yelled at him to drink water. Apparently he passed out again. 
walking around outside the other day. So now they have them on the 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. shift every day to keep them out of the sun. I can remember the time we first took them out drinking back at Lewis. Me, Duff, and Bib told them we were going to show them how first section did it. That was the night Diaz broke Royer's jaw, and we had to drag, drag Bib down the stairs and into the car. Just made it out of the apartments before the cops were coming in. Yeah, that was a crazy time. I haven't thought about that in a while. And then that guy ended up not deploying um, due to that broken jaw that had to be wired shut. Bummer. August 22nd, 8.38 p.m. Going on guard at 9. Thought I'd write a little about today before I do. Last installment of my bonus came in. $7,500. The Harley is almost covered now. Time to start thinking about where I go when I leave the Army. I'm thinking about going back to West Virginia for a while. Figure it out. Take a break. But I think I want to go to school, get some of those benefits out of the Army, either technical school or college, but I have no idea what I would study in college, so tech school is probably where I'll end up. Either way, I'm going to miss these guys. It's funny how close you can get with people from all other parts of the states except the place you know, how relationships that are definitely going to last the rest of your life start with people you would have never met in the old life. I feel closer to the guys I'm stuck here with and most of my friends back home. That's life though. Time to move on, meet some new people, live in some new places, do some new things as a civilian again. Not much explanation needed for that one. August 23rd, 5 p.m. Note to self, look into growing your own tobacco. Just got done at the gym. Haven't been in a few days, so it definitely feels good to get the blood pumping again. Watson and Chief got traded to 3rd Platoon yesterday, so that means they're going to be rolling out on mission, missions all the time now and not pulling guard with the rest of 1st Platoon. Wish I could have got on that. Not only do they get to see outside the wire almost every day now, but they'll be going to Basra often so they can get whatever they want. Only have two bags of Red Man Chew again, so I'll give Watson my card soon and have him pick me some up. Looked online today about growing tobacco and making your own chew. Found some pretty interesting stuff. Like it only takes three months for tobacco to be ready to harvest from the time you plant it but then you have to cure it for up to eight weeks. Going to take a shower now. Got guard again at 3 a.m. August 26th, 10 p.m. Been a long day. Log pack from Basra came in at 2.30 a.m. and we unloaded supplies until sunrise. I didn't get any sleep either because I had just gotten off guard when it came. 
Time is starting to move a little faster, though. Coming up on a month since we left Lewis. Got Jesse's postcard today. Still trying to decide whether to go back to the States or visit her in London for my mid-tour leave. I'm thinking London, because I, uh, I don't know how much traveling outside the U.S. I'm going to get to do when I'm out of the Army. Possible IED a couple days ago, spotted by Dulaban. Didn't turn out to be anything, though. Gunny was quizzing Sergeant Goble on guard today about gunning on the howitzer. It's really been a while. I could hardly remember half the stuff I used to know easy. <clears throat> yeah, gunning on the howitzer. That was my specialty, my MOS, my job in the Army. Field artillery gunner. 155 millimeter howitzer. Big boy. 100 pound projectiles. Man, that was fun stuff. I don't miss all the memorization, though. The stuff I was talking about gunny, quizzing Sergeant Goble on. You gotta memorize the effective range. Um, different fuse types, ammo types, procedures for all kinds of stuff. It was a lot. And, uh, yeah, I was doing, I was the gunner of our howitzer section, uh, which didn't mean anything in Iraq. We didn't get to bring our cannons. We just deployed as regular infantry, driving around in Humvees. Um, Shooting those guns in Washington State was a lot of fun. August 28th, 3.13 p.m. The higher-ups are coming back today, sometime soon. Sitting in the tent now, they took most of our guys out to secure the LZ for the helicopters. I guess they didn't want to drive here again after the IED last time. I'm surprised they're even coming out again so soon. Hopefully they'll stop for a while after this. Got guard again at 6 p.m. Last night was another fun night up in the tower. Running out of movies to watch here. Need to find something I can occupy my time with. Still going to the gym every few days. Not as much as I was, though. Jess sent me an email saying that mom sent out a package a while back now, so hopefully that gets here soon. Maybe I'll work on the second stick movie now for a while. The first was a hit among the guys. Gotta think of some way to make it a little more outrageous, though. <clears throat> I remember this day. I remember, um, yeah, I remember the helicopters coming in. The higher-ups, anytime I say higher-ups, that's just uh, referring to, like, uh, colonels, sergeant majors, stuff like that, who would periodically come out and visit, give us a little motivational speech, let us know what a good job we're doing, pat us on the head. The, um, the stick movie I mentioned, that was something I came up with just on uh, 
Microsoft Paint, just drawing like stick people, and uh, you just save the image every time you move it, you know, erase an arm, move it, just a fraction, and then save the image again, and then you put it all into this Movie Maker app I had at the time on my laptop, and uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. August 29th, 6.05 p.m. Going outside the wire tomorrow. First mission of Basra since we've been here. I need a few little things from there, but I mainly just wanna go out and experience a little more of this deployment. I'm sure they'll put first platoon on missions eventually. Anyways, we'll update after tomorrow. And I think I'm gonna pause it right there to be continued. September 2nd, 4 a.m. Just got done unloading another clip. I'm not sure what it stands for, but it sucks. They always show up around 2, 2.30 in the morning and it takes a good two to three hours to unload the water, soda, dry goods, vegetables, and UGRAs. New idea for the Harley, some kind of hood ornament on the front of the fender instead of spikes like everyone else does. I'm not sure how long we've been out here now. Heard someone mention seven weeks, but that doesn't seem that long. Hopefully it'll keep going by fast. Gotta get some sleep now. Guard at six. September 3rd, 1 p.m. Just got done pulling security for the Blackhawks coming in to get the civilians they dropped off an hour before. The landing zone was right outside our gate next to the Iraqi army soccer field. I was up in the gunner's hatch with the saw for about 45 minutes waiting for them and it was getting hot as hell up there. The turrets are a lot nicer on the MRAPs than on the Humvees we used to use. They have an electronic rotating gear that allows you to control with a joystick and a lot more protection and shade. LT said last night that we were gonna start rolling out as truck teams again, doing mostly counter IDF patrols. I said, that's fine with me. I wanna see some shit out here. Guard at three. Thinking about working on my stick movie some more. It's official now. Gonna be rolling out tomorrow on my first counter IDF patrol, September 5th, 10 p.m. Should be every other day until next Sunday, then I'm back on guard for a week, and the rotation should go like that for a while now. So maybe I'll have some stories to tell when I get back after all. Just got done talking to Dad on the phone for about a half hour. Told him some more about plans after deployment, technical school and all. September 5th, 7 a.m. Just got woken up by Sergeant Clink to do cleanup about a half an hour ago. Ate some breakfast when I got done. Steak stir-fry type with the sausage and potatoes I've always liked. 
And then the little pre-made breakfast sandwiches that come in the plastic wrappers. Not bad at all. I actually enjoyed it. Talked with Van Blargen during the meal. He's on guard right now and can't stand it. He's been rolling out a lot lately, so I think guard for him is a punishment. I don't mind it anymore since I've rolled once and been doing guard every single day since we've gotten to Camp Wessum. I think I might be on the truck roster to roll out tomorrow with Chief, but we'll see whether that happens or not. Still have yet to get plywood walls for our tent. And there's talk of internet now if we all pitch in. September 8th, 1 a.m. The patrol last night was something else. It was exciting. Finally getting out into the neighborhoods and seeing the locals. There's a lot of them here, too. Just looking out into the desert, you wouldn't think it. But driving through the towns, there's fruit markets, parties, a church here and there. We ended up going the wrong way in traffic about half the time. I remember Chief asking Hotes if his high beams were on because everyone was flashing at us. Then we look over and see cars going the same direction, but on the other side of the median. We thought one road was our turn to continue the patrol, which turned into a very narrow, a little too narrow for the Humvees, residential road that took us to a dead end. I think we interrupted some kind of meeting because everyone at the dead end got up and started walking around. Not the greatest of situations. Dark, dead end alley. Lots of people moving around the vehicles. I remember Watson in the gunner's hatch yelling at me to throw him some Gatorade and soda to hand out. They have televisions in their front yards, pool tables and foosball right next to the street. I remember thinking there was a hell of a lot of kids too, riding bikes or just walking around. Seemed like the damn town was run by children. I think one of the Humvees caught some rocks, but not ours. September 9th. Rest day. Not much to talk about. Another day lying in bed watching movies. Finished a book. Now I can't wait for some others to show up. IED hit a coalition convoy today on Purple 31 in our route. Going out again tomorrow night. We'll see what the city has to offer this time. September 14th, 10 a.m. Haven't written in a few days. Just been lazy and tired. Mission the other night kind of wore me out. Messed up my sleeping schedule for a few days, too. Diaz fucked up Levine last night. Guess it was only a matter of time. He didn't like him anyways. Levine is annoying as hell. And Diaz has a very short temper. Some more of the hires are here today. Just got done with security for their landing and they'll be leaving again here soon.
September 15th, noon. Just got back to the tent from another patrol. Bibb's first time out. Maybe his last with us since they had to switch him and Levine so he's not in Diaz's truck. Shitty deal, but I guess somebody has to get stuck with him. LT says we're starting dismounted patrol soon. Not sure if that's going to be better or worse for us. Side note, uh, dismounted patrols just means walking instead of driving in trucks. Um, we didn't end up doing a whole lot of those. but yeah. September 24th, 7 p.m. I was supposed to go out on the IDF mission tonight, but they took my name off the roster. That or Chief just told me I was supposed to go when I really wasn't. Finished Lone Survivor today on guard. Good book. The story of four Navy SEALs that fight off over a hundred Taliban in Afghanistan. Stories like that make me think about re-enlisting every time. But when I get out of here, it's time to start my new civilian life. September 27th. 1 p.m. Just got done with a morning of kitchen duty. Going out tonight to a new objective, so they got someone to relieve me for the rest of the, of the day. Smoked a cigarette with Chief at the tent when I got back and learned that last night on the mission they ran into a Iraqi army ambush team set up in the plains just northeast of our camp. They claimed to have found a new radical group, though Chief couldn't remember the name, operating in our area. We're going to Objective Bronze tonight. I'm not sure where it is, but I would guess it's to the south since we've covered almost everywhere north already. I'll write about it when I get the chance later on. September 30th, noon. Escort detail. Woke up around 4.30 to go and meet someone who wasn't at the gate. Then it was the shower Porta John guy. And I just got done with lunch after watching the trash guys. Nothing but broken English and Arabic. You boss? Right now, yeah. Ah, small boss. That's right, small boss. Good money? Not really. American good money. You get madams. <laughs> A lot more comical when you talk to them in person. They took an old mattress out of the dumpster to keep. Compacted the food we offered them. And one got mad at the other. Fred, I think, for being a bum. Fred found some Gatorade packets in the trash and asked the other man if they wanted to keep them, to which he replied with a slur of yelling and hand-motioning that looked a lot like, put that shit back in the trash and get that fucking dumpster over here so we can leave. Then Fred asked me for a Band-Aid for his finger, which was barely scratched. So I told him, you gotta tough it out, man. He didn't like that. October 6th, 2 p.m., 
just got done with guard from 10 to 2. That's the schedule for me, at least the rest of the week. 10 to 2 at night and 10 to 2 in the morning until Sunday. A little less off time than the last time I was stuck on guard. Pissed off Levine this morning on purpose because I finally found myself ahead of him getting ready for our shift. I went over to Tower 3, which he loves for some reason, and waited for him to come over and start crying about it. Apparently it was his tower when we were on guard. I told him that's not how it works around here. Gunny is leaving around the end of the week. They're sending him to work in the Battalion S3 shop and replacing him with Sergeant First Class Manning. Haven't met the guy yet, just heard about him. Supposedly an ex-drill sergeant. Don't know if that's going to be a good thing or bad for the platoon yet. Maybe he's a little more laid back than Gunny has been recently. Maybe not. We'll see soon enough. I've been gunning for Chief's truck since Watson went on leave. Enjoying it, too. Since we only go out during the day for Bowser trips, I don't worry about the heat. Other than that, just been watching movies reading. Made a sketch of a motorcycle tank the other day that turned out pretty badass. Still can't decide if I want to pay somebody to do it or what I even want for that matter. October 11th, 7 p.m. Got Gunny's meeting in an hour or so and then I'll probably finish my movie. Slept for a good bit of the afternoon after Sergeant Major's sensing session. Need to get back in the gym, maybe. Need to get back in the gym. Maybe I'll go here in the next couple days. Got Dad's package yesterday. Two pounds of beef jerky and some new computer games. Still been looking at the Harleys on the internet. talking to a guy in Renton who's selling one. October 13th, 6.30 p.m. Been sleeping all day. Woke up for a few hours. Woke up a few hours ago for a sensitive items inspection. Mission was from 2 to 5 this morning. We're picking up the slack from 3rd Platoon, who must have had something else they had to take care of. Yesterday I was looking at the UTI website and dreaming about where I want to go after the military. Orlando, Phoenix, Houston. Everything sounds so much more attractive than a re-enlistment right now. Not to mention the possibility that my unit's coming back to Afghanistan a year after we get home. The other day when Sergeant Major Moriarty was having his sensing session, he responded to Macy and Van Blargen's questions about being stop-lost, saying that they were not supposed to be here, and even that he had been told Specialist Macy volunteered for the extension for this deployment. October 16th, 5 p.m. 
Got Watson and Lieutenant Spence back yesterday from Basra as a follow-up mission after our regular IDF patrol. Emailed Jesse about England and leave since I have my passport and a change of clothes now. Can't wait to do some drinking and watch some football or soccer. The mission last night was interesting enough. We came across a donkey cart in the middle of the road. It looked abandoned at first, but then we saw the donkey still hooked to its harness, lying down in the front of the cart. After talking to some Iraqi army that were there, we learned the donkey and cart were stolen and that the thieves were using it to load up on oil they were stealing from a pipeline nearby. Apparently they ran when they saw our trucks coming. It was pretty funny to watch the IA kick the donkey trying to get it up, and then when it finally did, just ran off. October 18th, 6 p.m. Note to self, learn to play Skinnered on the guitar. Buy a parrot. That's all I can think of for this evening. Stuck on guard all week. Not too bad, though. They're sending Watson somewhere up north for a class on the Crow system. Automated gun turret. Not sure what the acronym stands for. Been working out the past couple days. Feels good to get back into it. Side note that uh, that Crow system, I, look, I had to look it up. It's the uh, commonly... Common Remotely Operated Weapons Station. And basically what it was, was a, a rotating turret on top of the Humvee that you could attach um, all the machine guns to. Uh, you could put a Mark 19 automatic grenade launcher on there. Um, but yeah, we usually just had one of the machine guns. And then, um, so the gunner gets to sit in the back seat of the Humvee with the AC, if it's working, and uh, controls everything with a joystick and a monitor. And I remember it was pretty insane how far you could zoom in with those cameras. Uh, the night vision was really good, uh, night vision and thermal. And, um, yeah, that was a pretty sweet, probably million-dollar toy to play with. Moving on. October 24th, 7 p.m. Been sick for about a week now. Thought it was going away, but I've been coughing like hell all day. Today was the last day of escort detail for me. Not sure. Didn't go to the gym yesterday and don't think I'm going tonight either. I'm not sure if working out helps a cold or not, but I really don't feel like right now. Need to give Dad a call here soon. He tries not to show it, but I can tell he gets worried when I don't call for a couple weeks. There's talk about us not staying in country for a whole year now. I told Smoke Manning in the smoking area yesterday that I'd feel gypped if we didn't stay for the full 12 months.
I guess I'd probably be happy though. October 26th, 5 p.m. Went to the gym last night before guard at 10. Need to step it up though. I haven't been getting sore enough with the workouts I've been doing. Feeling in pretty good shape. Besides the cold, that's still wearing off. Wonder how the PT test is gonna go in a week or so. October 28th, 5 p.m. First rain of the deployment. No more than a couple hours of light drops here and there, but it rained all the same. Still on guard at 10. Watching a movie till then. November 1st. First mission of the week tonight. Went well enough. Everybody's pissed off now, though, since the rules came down from battalion yesterday. ACUs between 6 a.m. and 8 p.m., Gloves and eye pro, PT belts whenever you're in PTs, battle rattle in the guard towers. Weather's been shitty too, raining on and off, just enough to keep the air wet. Supposed to pick up Watt and Diaz from Basra tomorrow morning. So everyone's pissed off there because originally we were allowed to walk around in our shorts and t-shirts. And then, uh, yeah, it got sent down that we had to be in full uniform all day. So that was a little bit of a bummer. And uh, when you're sitting in a guard tower for four hours, five hours at a time, having to wear all that gear, your vest and your helmet, it um, really makes it pretty uncomfortable. November 8th. 1 a.m. First mission that seemed legit since we've been here. Maybe except for the first one, just because we'd never done it before. Tonight, we felt like soldiers. Regular counter-IDF patrol in zone yellow. Air support called us and said they had spotted a heat signature on a van a few miles from us, about an hour into the mission. Took LT a minute to make up his mind about going to check it out, but eventually we turned around and headed south towards the grid location. Made our way through some back roads and alleys before we had air support, F-16s they told us. Sparkle the target van with an infrared light on its roof. The van was parked on the side of the road and we were right on top of it when I noticed the light blinking with my night vision goggles. I told Chief and we kept rolling while letting the convoy know we had found our target. Turned around up ahead of the van and went down the other side of the road. Then turned around again and stopped maybe a hundred meters behind the van. The Iraqi army dismounted along with Lieutenant and searched the van. Nothing matching the description of the four to five foot long object but it could have been removed since the occupants had enough time to switch vehicles and get away. Either way, it was a good training exercise, and at least I think the next time we'll be quicker to stop vehicles and have the IA do their search. 
November 12th, early morning mission, 2.05 p.m., stuck in the mud off Route Governor, took over an hour to get going again. First it was just our, just our truck, which I had been driving since Holtz is on jock detail for the week. Then one who came in to pull us out got stuck. Then the one that was going to help them until we had four trucks stuck in the mud. If the IA hadn't been there, we would have been fucked. Guess we can't say they never did anything for us. November 17th, 6 p.m. Starting to rain. Mandatory fun day in Camp Wessum. They took Watson's Xbox into the chow hall and have been playing for a few hours now. I just got on the internet looking at guns and holsters. Still haven't made up my mind yet, but I still got some time also. Trying not to pay much attention to the bullshit that comes down from the hires, but I guess the fact that I'm writing about it says that I have been. Only 10 months to a Harley and a dog, straw hat and a bottle. Can't wait, but the weight only makes it sweeter. November 25th, 8 p.m. Just got back from a week at Savage, next to Shaeva training, the Iraqi army with Pollard, Diaz, Nice, Blargan, and Sergeant Goebel. Not as bad a week as I thought it was going to be. Had some fun throwing flashbangs at them anyways. But it feels good to be back in my area and back with the platoon. Myself, Chief, Bib, and Watson just got done watching episode 11 of Sons of Anarchy. Hopefully there's another season coming because it's been helping me pass the time every Wednesday. November 29th, 11.40 a.m. I went out to the ECP for my guard shift this morning at about 15 till 10. There was a strange look in everyone's eyes. That's when Sergeant Avalos told me Gwaltney shot himself. His blood was all over Sergeant Bazante's rifle. I guessed he was the first one there. The blood was still bright red, like in the movies. It didn't feel real when he told me. It felt like everyone was playing a joke or something. The medevac, Blackhawk, took his body out soon after I relieved the guard. At the time, I didn't know what to think. Gwaltney ended up being the only soldier from our unit who lost his life during this deployment. He was 21 years old, same age as me. We had a memorial ceremony on December 3rd in the Chow Hall. Higher-ups came to speak. Members of the other units came to report and document. I can remember not being able to hold back my tears at the ceremony.
and also being confused about this. I didn't know him very well. We'd probably only spoken a couple of times. I felt like I didn't have the right to be as sad as I was. Looking back now, though, it's still devastating to think about a 21-year-old young man who stepped up to serve his country and a family that'll never get him back. Thanks to everyone for tuning into the podcast. Hope you enjoyed my first episode. I'll be reading more of my journal entries from Iraq for the next one coming up here in a few days. But for now, I think it's about 55 degrees today in Fort Collins, Colorado. So I'm going to go get some stuff done on my van. Hope everyone's having a good day out there. Until next time.